A True North exclusive reveals a Canadian military base will host drag queen bingo for its members. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's latest, quote, independent senator has donated over $76,000 to the Liberal Party of Canada. Two Canadians with ties to the Hells Angels biker gang were charged in connection to U.S. assassination plots commissioned by Iran. Hello, Canada. It's Wednesday, January 31st, and this is the True North Daily Brief. I'm Lindsay Shepard. And I'm Harrison Faulkner. We've got you covered with all the news you need to know. Let's discuss the top stories of the day and the True North exclusives you won't hear anywhere else. A Canadian military base will be hosting a drag queen bingo event for soldiers. The Huron Club at CFB Borden is holding the March 2nd event, according to the Facebook page for the Huron Club Junior Rank Mess. Online advertisements for the cash event indicate that the Huron Club Junior Rank Mess is encouraging attendance from various ranks. The event description states that attendance is only for members of the Huron Club Junior Rank Mess, and that soldiers from different messes are required to have permission from their commanding officers. However, spouses who are in the service are allowed to attend. The entertainment will be headlined by the House of Devereux Drag Queen Troupe. Attendance costs $10 per Canadian Armed Forces member and $15 per guest with 150 spots available for pre-registration. This event is not the first of its kind within the Canadian military, in November 2022, the Fleet Club Atlantic, an official gathering place for Canadian Armed Forces members in Halifax, organized a similar drag queen bingo event. The poster for the Halifax event featured drag performers Elle Noir and Brooke Rivers. Harrison, what has Justin Trudeau done to the Canadian Armed Forces? Well, Lindsay, the reality is we were once feared by our enemies, but I dare say that's probably not the case anymore as stories like this continue to be to be pouring out of uh, of the military and clearly military members are are fed up with this and are finding ways to get these stories out to try and explain that you know this humiliation inside the forces just can't continue it gets even worse though um because through our reporting we've uncovered that one DND facilitator's guide for the military is titled conversations on defense ethics a defense team learning event which invites soldiers to engage with ethically questionable scenarios, often centered around fictional circumstances involving religious or right-wing Canadian Armed Forces members. So it's deeply embedded. This ideology appears to be deeply embedded in the, in the military, and uh, it's just hard to believe this is happening in an organization that is supposed to be, you know, that is supposed to form the strength of our country. And is this woke stuff supposed to attract new recruits and retain current members? I'm not even sure what the objective here is. I assume that that's, that's what they will say publicly, that this is in their efforts to be inclusive and open up the military to potentially new recruits. But the reality is the military has been facing an attrition crisis, which has been going on for years now. In 2021 and 2022, the attrition rate was 9.3%. That's the highest rate in 15 years for the military, and the military senior leadership have described this situation as a workforce crisis, not the kind of thing you want to hear about when it comes to the country's first line of defense, our military, having a workforce crisis, but it doesn't appear that the military is slowing down in their efforts to try and, I don't know what this is even, promote 
this woke ideology promote these very strange events, which really can't have any benefit to uh, retention and recruitment. Justin Trudeau's most recent Senate pick has donated tens of thousands of dollars to the Liberals. Trudeau announced the appointment of Toronto entrepreneur Mohamed Al-Zaibak as an independent senator on Sunday. The decision has come under scrutiny due to Al-Zaibak's extensive history of financial contributions to the Liberal Party of Canada, totaling over $76,000. Despite being hailed by Trudeau for his business and philanthropic experience, as well as his community leadership in diversity and inclusion, in his official announcement, Al-Zaibak's political affiliations are never mentioned. Elections Canada records reveal that Al-Zaibak has made a total of 145 donations to the Liberal Party of Canada, with notable recipients including Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, Bob Ray, and Michael Ignatieff. The largest single donation was recorded on December 7, 2005, amounting to $3,100, while the most recent contribution for $141 was on September 29, 2023. In addition to his significant support for the Liberal Party, Alzebach has made two donations to the NDP and one to the Conservative Party of Canada. So, Lindsay, the government claims they, quote, reformed the Senate and is apparently independent now. Is that just a bunch of lies? Paul Harrison, you would think that when stories like this come out, that Canadians would become Senate abolitionists. Um, but it seems that we're so cynical that the idea that you just pay your way for a Senate seat is not surprising to people. And Trudeau has been accused of politicizing Senate appointments in the past. In 2021, several Senate appointments made by the Trudeau government came under scrutiny as multiple appointees had strong ties to the Liberal Party of Canada. And out of the eight appointees in 2021, five had made substantial donations to the Liberal Party, two were former Liberal candidates, and one served as a director of the Trudeau Foundation. But again, do we see much outcry about this? Not really. When I hear this story, Lindsay, I think of Senators Yuen Pao Wu, for example. These stories we hear about senators who, of course, not only have they donated lots of money, but they're hardly independent. And in some cases, as is the case with Yuen Pao Wu, it appears that he is promoting the talking points of foreign countries, notably being China. So this Senate reform idea has really fallen flat for a lot of Canadians. I think it was an attempt to try and appear... I'm not quite sure what he was trying to appear as, perhaps appear democratic and, and, and appear like he's some uh, like he's making big changes. But it was obvious from the start this was just a political play and never actually about reforming the Senate to begin with. Two Canadians with ties to the Hells Angels biker gang have been charged in connection to U.S. assassination plots commissioned by Iranian intelligence, according to recently unsealed documents from the U.S. Department of Justice. An Iranian defector and another woman living in Maryland were the proposed victims of the assassination plot that was allegedly ordered by an accused Iranian drug dealer. The drug dealer operates on the instruction of a particular officer under Iran's Ministry of Intelligence, according to the U.S. Treasury Department. Canadian suspect Damien Patrick John Ryan allegedly organized a team of hitmen to carry out the assassination in late 2020 and early 2021. Ryan is a full-patch member of the Hells Angel Biker Organization. Canadian Adam Richard Pearson, who was found living illegally in Minnesota at the time of his arrest, has been charged as well, according to the U.S. indictment. 
The charges unsealed on Monday include details about the alleged plot that involve conversations about a payment of 350,000 US dollars to the two men for carrying out the assassination. Harrison, does Canada have a major gang problem and are police doing enough to protect Canadians? Well, it appears we do have a major gang problem and it's not just with the biker gangs. Of course, these are these are plots that are financed now by the Iranian government. We know that we have serious gang problems that involve Indian gangs in our country and Chinese gangs in our country. Even these these Chinese gangs have been alleged to have full-on connections with the Chinese Communist Party. And these gangs that are operating in our country are having serious impact on Canada's relationships with our allies and other countries around the world. It's having serious impact um, for this country, not just for the, for the lives of Canadians who are put at risk by these gangs, but by the government itself, by our ability to conduct foreign policy. On the question of whether police are doing enough to protect Canadians, well, it appears that they aren't because, of course, we know that violent crime has been rising in this country at a very steady rate, and Canadians end up getting caught up in the middle of these gangs operating throughout the country. So clearly this is a major problem, and now foreign countries and our enemies see it as a way to insert themselves and take advantage of this situation. It's a serious problem, and I don't think anyone is doing enough to solve it. Yeah, Harrison, I mean, I think back to last month, December 2023, and police in Abbotsford, B.C. and Surrey, B.C. were warning the public about an extortion letter that was going around to mostly South Asian businesses, but um, some other businesses as well. And you can view a copy of this letter online, but it's it says, we are Indian gang members. We want our share from your business like protection money. We are asking $2 million cash, or we might get our links in India. Um, do not ignore us. And then the letter has Jai Shri Ram, which, uh, if, if you look it up, is apparently some sort of Hindu nationalist slogan. Um, so that's going around. And I was just refreshing my memory on Chinese gang networks that are laundering money through Vancouver casinos. This is called the Vancouver model. And this article from a couple of years ago was describing Vancouver as a convergence zone for Mexican cartels, Chinese triads, and Iranian terrorist groups. Um, and so it's so sad to think that that's what we've become. And it's not just sad, it's scary. That's it for today, folks. Make sure to check in at www.tnc.news throughout the day for all the news you need to know. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to share our work with your friends and neighbors. And if you're able, please consider supporting independent media at donate.tnc.news. Bye for now.